Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing bold moves Sam and I want to see teams make this offseason. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a punch. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia. Call 888-532-3500. All right, Sam, this idea came from the most recent PFF NFL podcast. We were discussing AFC West teams and the Los Angeles Chargers and a move that I suggested that they should try which was Derwin James, their safety, their do-it-all safety, who could be an edge rusher in this league. He's that good. Could be a safety, could be a linebacker. I said, what if they moved him to corner? That's my bold move the Chargers should try. Your thoughts before I uh, defend myself. Uh, Well, my initial thought is, how about we see Derwin James play some football before we decide to move him to being a number one cornerback? Because that doesn't make for a good 10-minute podcast. We have to discuss the actual move and assume he's healthy. You see, I mean, well, that's a pretty big assumption is all I'm saying. This, what if this keeps him healthy? You take him out of the middle of the field. <laughs> you take him out of harm's way. You he know, like, the, didn't he wreck himself on like a non-contact injury? Don't worry about it, Sam. Safety's still a, a riskier position when it comes to, when it comes to injuries. Okay. Um, uh, hmm. What I will say is that they've done it. He does it a little bit, you know, one-on-ones in training camp. Hard knocks was showing him go one-on-one with Keenan Allen, holding his own as a, as a cornerback, I guess, um, or at least a cornerback in name and drill only. So, like, he's got the skill set. I mean, you can just look at his, like, measurables. 6'2", 215, 4'4", guy. Okay, high 4'4s, but still. 4'4". Um, that puts him in the category of, like, coveted, perfect... Uh, physical template for that elite number one corner the teams are chasing. In fact, honestly, that can't be that dissimilar a physical profile to to, to Jalen Ramsey, right? Yeah, and Jalen Ramsey is the guy I'm I'm thinking about because head coach Brandon Staley just finished, you know, coaching that Rams defense and turning them into one of the best defenses in the NFL. And it was it was a defense that just did a great job of preventing big plays. They played a lot of zone concepts. I'm looking at Jalen Ramsey uh, by PFF numbers, only at 133 snaps in press coverage. So it's not like it's, it's not the New England Patriots or the Dolphins. It's not this press man team across the board. It's, it's guys with zone skills with play recognition, play recognition skills. Mm -hmm. And and that's where Jalen Ramsey is fantastic. Jalen Ramsey in college played safety, played slot corner, and then played outside corner, right? A lot like what Derwin has done as far as off coverage, or sorry, safety, slot, played all over the place. They're kind of similar players other than, you know, James is a little bit bigger and, and definitely more of a box type of player than maybe Ramsey. It is a very similar uh, profile, though, in terms of size, speed, etc. Derwin James, we just said 6'2", 215, 4'4", 7", is his official 40 time. Jalen Ramsey, 6'1", an inch shorter, 208", um, less than 10 pounds lighter and 441. So he's a little bit faster, a little bit shorter, a little bit lighter. But
but they're very similar in terms of like profile. And it's not like Derwin, again, as we said, hasn't shown some of these skills already. He has shown the ability to man up with guys, um, both in actual regular season action, covering, you know, opposing defense or opposing offensive players. And in like training camp and practices, just going up against one of the best route runners in the NFL and Keenan Allen and does well. It's not like he gets lit up or he's hanging on for dear life. He's made plays against one of the best route runners in the NFL. So like I'm intrigued. I think it's a little bit crazy. And as I say, I just want him playing before I want to move him to be my number one cornerback going forward. But I just want him playing too. You've said dumber stuff. I'll give you that, Steve. Thank you've you. said I appreciate dumber it. stuff in the past. All right. Well, that's what I want to see. I want to see Derwin. I want to see him make the move. And I think the payoff for the Chargers and Brandon Staley's defense could be absolutely incredible. So, all right, give me your bold move for some team this offseason. I want to see the Denver Broncos trade the farm for Deshaun Watson and finally answer their quarterback position problem that they've had since Peyton Manning hung up the cleats. Um, The reports are right now that the Chicago Bears have the best offer on the table for Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans don't want any part of it, justifiably so, because the Bears pick, what, number 20 in the draft? They're genuinely not capable of putting an offer on the table that gives Houston a good option of replacing Watson this year. Maybe next year, but the Bears are good, so it's probably not happening. Um, so they don't have the they don't have the ability to, to put a ta- uh, an offer out there that Houston wants to accept. Denver can get closer. I mean, Miami has the, Miami and the Jets are the two best candidates. But if the Bears have the best offer on the table, that means those two teams probably aren't interested because almost any offer they would give would be a better one. So therefore, we're down to teams like Denver who really should have a desperate want of addressing the quarterback position. Drew Locke has been amongst the worst quarterbacks in the NFL since he's been playing. Last year, I think he was ranked number 32 or 31 out of 42 qualifiers at PFF. Um, He's been bad. And because of that, he's been dragging down the likes of Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler, the guys they drafted to try and help him. So trade the farm. You've got things to play with. You've got uh, a decent number of draft picks. What does the farm look like, though, Sam? Number 9, 40, 71? Trade, next... trade, tra- yeah, trade your first. You've got a the day one pick, the top 10 pick you talked about. You've got two day, do, day two picks this year, and you have your complete regular set of drafts for the next X number of years. Trade your first and second round picks for the next three years if that's what it takes. Put that kind of offer on the table and dare Houston to walk away from it. Denver is a good enough team where I think that offer would not cripple them because they get a Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and then my question would be after that, how do you how do you circle back and build now, right? I mean, they still have questions at corner. But they're pretty, like, they're not far away. They've got some free agent money to spend. They don't need the draft because their offense is in good shape, assuming Deshaun Watson comes on board. You have free agency still to come in each one of those years and the ability to spend and add the sort of supplementary pieces that you need. But this is like a pretty decent team. And going from Drew Locke to Deshaun Watson at quarterback is about as big a leap at the position as you could possibly make, which answers a bunch of the problems already. Like, your issue at cornerback is less of an issue with Deshaun Watson at quarterback than it would be with Drew Locke. It's bold. It's not that bold. It's not as bold as moving Derwin to corner, but... Trading your first two rounds in the next three drafts is not that bold? 
No, it's pretty bold, bold because yeah, I think I think it's going to cripple any roster. It's going to hurt any roster, and I think the question now becomes: every time you have a third round pick, are you going to have to do you, have, do you try to trade down and flip that into three more, or do you try to? flip it into a, a next year's second. I think you have to get really creative to make that work, which involves turning little draft capital into way more draft picks somehow, more lottery tickets, and then hope. And then you got to hope that you draft a little bit like the Rams have the last couple of years and hit on those third, fourth, fifth round picks that are contributors. So it's definitely risky. It's bold. But there's also that second part of the strategy, which is like you got to figure out how to maximize what draft picks you do have left. You do. I mean, look, any time you're giving up that amount of draft capital, <laughs> it's like the contract, the giant contract that you dole out to a Patrick Mahomes. It's not that it's a bad move, but it will squeeze you. It will put you under pressure to make some other decisions that are correct. But that, I mean, that's inevitable. You can't. There's no answer to getting through NFL team building, being amazing, being elite, and having a comfortable way the whole, you know, through the entire existence. If you are going to be a Super Bowl caliber roster for any extended period of time, it is going to squeeze you with other decisions. It doesn't mean that it's the wrong choice because it's going to put you under pressure elsewhere. You need a Deshaun Watson on this roster. This roster is capable of winning things right now if you get one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. You can make it happen. You just need to be aggressive and live with the consequences that it's going to cause. It's going to put you under pressure to get some other decisions right. Well, I kind of hope both things happen because then you have Watson versus Mahomes in the AFC West and Derwin James at corner trying to slow them down. Let us know. What do you think? would be the boldest or the best bold pick, bold move of any team this offseason. PFF NFL Daily.